At American Public University, we believe that higher education can unlock higher purpose. So we offer 200 modern programs for those who want to make a difference. And we believe education must adapt to students' needs. That's why we've made it accessible through online classes and flexible with monthly program starts. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. This is Anthony Robbins host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. This is Anthony Robbins host of The Reality Is Where Filtering Becomes Extinct. Could we give y'all real, real noise? <laughs> I've been lying for so long. I've been lying for so long. <laughs> Believe me, I'm probably a porno, pornoologist. We cannot continue to deny women or minorities access to a system that has everything but their input. Only people who heard everything we just said was the people on Facebook Live. <laughs> hey, I've been off the air for a month, man. Give me a goddamn break. Hopefully, ho- hopefully my wife got that shout out. I'm sure, yeah. I'm, it's, still on, it's still on Facebook Live. Some of, my some of your best thoughts. You pulled out some of your best shit, and I was sitting here thinking, and I'm like, let me check on the time and see how long we've been talking. And then I did done them. I was like, I ain't even got to click on this shit because it ain't been on there. So we are live now uh, for ourselves. Now the show has started. It's, it's really started. And, you know, Facebook Live, they've heard the first 20 minutes of the podcast. So as long as they heard it, it's cool to people who coming in now. I am Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Worth Filtering Becomes Extinct, episode 91, All Guys Podcast. I have not made this mistake in about – oh, I did it. I've done it twice. Yeah, yeah I heard. Twice before. Yeah. So it missed like the first 15 minutes of it. So, hey, my bad, man. So – uh, for the people who are on Facebook Live, you guys will get the, the part where we talked about Lance Gross and uh, colorism and all of that. I'm sorry. You just got to go to the reality is Facebook Live page. The message is still up there. We talked about shout out to Bryson Tiller for paying it Nigga, forward. we ain't got shit else to say. We leaving. We just gave you 45 minutes of good material. It was probably 15. Nigga, you fucked up. 15 at best. I did fuck up, though. I was looking. I was like, shit. I didn't want to say nothing, but I was like, I just can't start this bitch. Because when I put it back out there, everybody going to be like, we're the part where we first talked right. about this at the beginning. Yeah, I fucked it up. So we'll jump in to listen to questions. Um, I, we just did one from uh, Ashley. We have another one where... Um, what is this? Keisha from Virginia. She said, do you feel that fathers can change a generation? I'm not trying to be an asshole, but that's a dumbass question. Of course, fathers can change a generation. You don't think so? Uh, you looking uh, baffled. Well, I, I just need more clarification. Like, what do you mean? Just as far as I, I feel like she's meaning like a place, like the father's place in the household. Like, a to, yeah, model. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Being, I mean, like he said, being a positive role model. If you're a father sticking around for your kids, even if it's a divorce or whether, you know, if you don't have a successful marriage, can that change a generation? Personally, I think it can. Because, I mean, the only reason I am the way I am and probably not in jail is because I had a mentor and a role model growing up in uh, Marvell McFadden. So, so I feel like even if it's not your father, yeah, let's say so. yeah it doesn't have to be your father. Thing. I just think, I mean, yeah. I think it's important for, not to be funny, for all men, not just black men, but especially black men, to mentor. If you are a black man of, like, I would say any of our caliber, and you can mentor a kid and tell him something different that will keep him from making the mistakes that you made, I think you should do it. And I tell people all the time, I don't have a kid now, but I, I was talking to Ronnie before we got started, and I was like, I would definitely love to have a son because I feel like the things that I know and I've learned, he would know twice as, you know, fast as I did. I'm 34, still learning certain things. I'm not married because I really don't know what marriage entails. So not to be funny, I'm not trying to get married. Don't know what I'm doing. Don't have any experience. And, and, and meaning, like, I mean, I'm a get, I hope, Y'all, hopefully. You look like you want to say something. Yeah. Well, I don't think anybody knows what they're doing when they get married. But you know, if you have a family, if you have a family, you have a, uh, if you have a family, somebody text me. Oh, okay. But if, if you have a family, I feel like, what was I saying? Well, I'll say this while you're thinking about that. No <laughs> one knows what it all entails. Oh, it text threw me off, man. Until it's there. Like, yeah. you got to go through it. I mean, things that you see first year, fifth year, tenth years is going to be different. You're going to forever. Oh, that's what I was saying. Yeah, and I wasn't saying, I, no, you're right, nobody has experience in marriage, but I feel like if you have a father who's been married or is married to your mother, right. then he can pass that information down. Like, I've never had a conversation with my father about how to make marriage work. And a lot of people will say, well, somebody got divorced, why would I listen to them? Well, people who are divorced should know everything about what not to do. 
because they did it yeah, in that particular situation. Steve Harvey, why would I take relationship advice from him? He's been married three times. Okay, like, that means he know. Yeah, and not I, I mean, and not to be funny, like people have said before, and I think it's true. A divorce does not mean it wasn't a successful relationship. Right. If you're married twenty years, yeah. what the fuck? Twenty years? That's success. It just, I mean, it just depends on what you feel like. What is your status you of it? For 20 fucking years, right? Yeah. I mean, I ain't shit. Even working a job. If you get fired after 20 years, it was still a success. You paid bills for 20 years. So I feel like a divorce doesn't necessarily say, you know what, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. But I just think it's important to have role models. I think it, I think fathers, um, having fathers in lives of others and just men in lives of young men can change a generation. But, but not only young men, for our young women. Yeah. Because I don't know if y'all know, know this now, because I, I teach, and it's so easy for these young men to get a girl now. They have no standards. They don't, you know, hold themselves up for anything. Yeah. So as a father, you can go in there and say, hey, a man should treat you like this if he wants you. You can't just settle for anything. Yeah. So. No, I think it's important. I have, you was about to say something? No, I was, I was about to chime in. Uh, my daughter's 16. Yeah. I'm on that ass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm on that yeah. ass. I'll be, I'll be meeting her boyfriend pretty soon. <laughs> well, no, I think it's true. I, my homegirl, Jessica, her dad has been in her life the whole time. And it's like, you could just, women respect themselves to me in a, to a different degree and at a higher level when a father or a male figure is in their life. If not, then you got young women searching for father figures and older men and doing every. I mean, you can talk, bro. Yeah, you got away from me. I mean, you got to think about it. How many women are we meeting out here who got those daddy issues? Shit. You know what I'm saying? It's a way different situation when you date those women oh, who that. don't have <laughs> daddy issues. You know what I'm saying? Who because their father was there. Man, that shit is so real out here. After my last, I said, listen, I never date another woman. Once she tell me her dad wasn't there or she had no father figure, I'm like, fuck no. It's because of the way her mo my mother has taught her yeah. or the absence of him have taught her some heavy things that she's probably still having a job with. And you will start seeing that shit real quick, especially if you do something. If you say you ever going to do something, like even call and you don't, and how she react to yeah. it, oh, fuck. Yeah. She react too crazy? I nah. know. He's telling the truth. It's them daddy issues. I mean, yeah, but you shouldn't say you're going to do something and not do it regardless. Regardless if you daddy issues or not. Right, but if, but if I have a reason to say, oh, baby, <laughs> I wasn't able to do this for X, Y, Z, if I didn't give you a reason and I dismissed the whole situation, but if I have a valid reason to oh, say, okay. oh, I had to do something, then I can't keep all those plans. That's life. I mean, yeah. well, everything that's, is going to plan every just single day. Like, oh, I just, I'm just blowing it off. Like, I said I was going to do it. Oh, I didn't do it. Oh, oh, I don't yeah. Work. oh yeah, no, 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 no. Well, that's yeah. asshole. That's <laughs> yeah. a different thing. Yeah, those days, too, where you don't feel like doing it, but hey. You got to do it. Yeah, you got to take one for the team. So there's another listener question. This one was from Austin, Texas. And they said, why in some instances are women given a pass to experiment with same-sex relationships, but men aren't granted the same flexibility? Now, actually, this is one from Austin. This is Ashley again from Tulsa. So the reason, I, and this was perfect when she sent me this question, because it was, I wanted to talk about Shamar Moore. You know, and Shamar Moore, he always gets accused of being gay. And I think it was like a month ago, he was like, send me, send your girl to my house for a weekend and I'll show you if I'm gay. And he was like, I feel like, I think I got a quote somewhere in here. Give me one second. I don't. But he, ba yeah, he basically was saying, he, he was basically saying, why should I have to, if I'm in a picture with a gay person or I hang out with gay people, or if I have gay fans that come up to me, am I not supposed to take a picture with them or interact with them or hang out with them just oh, because they're is gay? Is that the they're basing off of? That's what, that, that's what they were basing his, oh. him being gay off of. But for us, um, this instance was compared to Insecure. It was a part on Insecure where Issa Rae was, uh, I think it was her friend Molly, wasn't it? Yeah. And she was Molly. dating that guy, and the yeah. guy, was. Uh, they were telling stories, yeah. and she told a story about her kissing somebody. Yep. And he told a story, did he have sex with the guy or did he get a blowjob? He got a blowjob. And it was a one-time thing. <laughs> but he was like, you know, it just happened. I experimented like Wait, you. What? He basically, they were trading stories. It's like, if I'm a girl and you the guy, and we trade stories about sexual escapades we've had, she told him about a time that she had messed with a girl. And he told her, well, I got a blowjob from a guy once. But why? it was just like experiment. Go ahead. Say why? And, that, and that's what he said. Because that, that nigga felt way too comfortable too early. Nigga, she not married to you yet. Well, that's probably the worst time to tell her too. But I'm just saying, like, that's some shit you just don't share, right? Yeah. yeah. For whatever reason, he chose to share it. She had said, but everything they were trying to, all her stories went up to you. Like, she was a hoe. Like, she was always free. Yeah, she was always doing. fucking professors, like, all types of shit. Yeah. He says that I had one experience with a guy with a blowjob, and everything went down here from yeah. there. She told all her the goddamn friend, yeah. friends, yeah. you need to let that nigga go. He gay. He ain't going to never be right. Like, 
I thought that was just way too much, and it's obviously the double standard that another double standard. But it's one of the few that women got over that will hold over a man's head because Forever they say he had an experience. Yeah. That shit was crazy. But what I mean, so do you, I mean with all of us here now? If you a dude and get, I'm, me personally, if you a dude and you get your, you get a blowjob from another guy one time, I'm, no. I'm sorry, you're not on this team. <laughs> no, you're not, not on this team. You don't feel that way. Um, no. So you feel like as a guy you can like get a blowjob. Any, I feel like because there ain't no coming back from that. Well, <laughs> I mean, somebody can touch you a certain way you can get aroused. Like, it, no, I don't, I don't think. No, if, if no. Ronnie rubs my shoulder, no. I'm gonna just say it must be Lynn on this motherfucker. You can get like, aroused briefly, but it's what you do yeah. with the arousal. Once you get there, I mean, like, we, you no, still I'm not getting aroused. I'm not getting aroused. That's what I'm gonna say. What I'm just saying, but like you. He, you, you know what I'm saying? You can't tell. Now, I'm going to bring this motherfucker. Y'all know that. What I'm saying is this. Is that if he just touched me right now, I get aroused, you ain't going to know. But it's like once you arouse me, then what? Do, how do I come back with it? <laughs> Fuck that shit. If you go there, period, there is no fucking return. No. I mean, return from what? Like, I don't understand what that means. Like, <laughs> like so, I mean, you so, you would be considered gay, right? Yeah. So now he's just gay, period. Like, he no, got his dick sucked. No yeah. Nah, he yeah. just Same gay. Difference. Same difference. Same difference. Yeah, if you bisexual, you still, that's, in a straight man's eyes, it's still, you're still gay. Even a woman, she's still gay too. She bisexual. Yeah, she's same shit. Got it. I don't watch, I don't, I don't, I don't even watch girl on girl porn. So. Well see, well, see, then you have, what makes you gay? The thought or the act? Um, that's something, like, you're born with. Like, there's no thought, oh. act, or any of that. Okay. You're going to have to explain that, brother. That you're born that's, with? Yeah. So, you don't wake up one day and say, hey, I think I want to try this. You know what? That is an age-old discussion in the black community about if you were born with it. I know, going to, if you were born well, we with it, up, or, yeah. or if it's something that entered into you at a later point in life because... The devil is in you. You know how. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Fool Gasol Temple would say. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oops. Yeah. Didn't mean to say that, but uh, move right along. I, I don't think you're born with it. Yeah. I don't think I don't I don't think you were. I don't think so. Especially young men who you seen at one point were all this way, and then something happened. Like, how can you say you were born with it and it took it 25 years to come out? You know what I'm saying? You never encountered anything. I don't think you're born with. It. I think at some point in life. Something comes out of you or whatever. I don't know, but I just, I just don't really don't think you're born. And this is, and this is why I have Brandon on because you know he's an openly gay male, and this, like I said, this is the guy I say like he's like my little brother. I used to think the same way Joseph thought until after talking to Brandon and, and a lot of his friends, and it's like none of them ever said I changed in high school. Like I, they, they always said they knew, yeah, forever, and it was just like because of the way they were raised. They didn't so like they didn't really do it until they was like you know what fuck doing so this help, or living this help way. The people that don't understand understand. I mean why because you said it. well me personally growing up like in elementary school I remember having crushes on girls and liked girls and wanted to be with them that way. In high school I had girlfriends. Is after high school is when I was like okay like I'm tired of doing this shit. Come on now. Yeah. So that's so it wasn't one day I was just like hey I wanna. I think I want to try. So you say you you always knew. I like but you just I, knew I think after elementary school when you start gaining an understanding of it. Yeah. yeah. Cuz that's why I think Moonlight the movie was so important because Moonlight kind of depicted that. You have have you seen it? So I'm not going to go too deep in detail but it it, depi- it depicts the movie and it shows that the boy this little boy was different from Jump. And the father figure wasn't in the house so he basically had a mentor. He was a drug dealer but he basically knew something was wrong with him because his mom brought it to his attention and he knew what it was. And when he started, when the little boy started understanding, he started asking questions. And the big, the, the thing that the, the drug dealer, which was Mahershal Ali said, he said, you'll know when you know. Yeah. Because it's one of the things as a kid, not to be funny, it's just like growing up. Like I, I, when we, we all watch TV, you can watch Martin from back in the day. You can watch it at 12 <laughs> years old and you'll laugh. But you can watch it at 34 now, like myself, and you'll laugh, but you'll get it when he say, oh, girl, I thought I lost you. You you got some good stuff. Like, when you're a kid, you ain't thinking that's what he's talking about at 8, 9. It's just funny because the crowd is laughing and you're into it. But it's like you don't understand. And as you get older, you do start to understand what you like and what you don't like. You know, and I've told the story a million times when my uncle called me and said that he had HIV because he had been messing with other guys. I didn't understand it at 14. I didn't get mad. I just knew I still loved him because it was my favorite uncle. But it was like to hear that I was just kind of like, huh? And then when I got older, I was like, now that I'm a man, I'm like, you can't say that you knew 
or you didn't know. Like as a man, he he had to know something. He had to want to do it. He had to have thought about it. And it, I think it I think it's just crazy because society has made it to where we really don't want to discuss our feelings without being labeled gay. You know, you can't talk about anal sex. You can't talk about uh, sex of like. Um, fellatio of the ass i don't you know eating ass whatever but the point of the matter is it's like no, we got to be able to No, the technical term is tossing salad nigga. tossing salad yeah i was trying to keep from saying too much but <laughs> hey, but the technical term yeah is being stupid. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of the things where like i said it's just i think we need to be able to talk about this and like i said after talking to brandon um i talked to another one of his friends and i asked him i said when did you know and he said when he was younger I think he said around like five or six and he was like, I just didn't feel the same way. Like people was trying to get me to do these things and do that. And I didn't. He was like, I like to be around boys more so so than not. And as he got older, he was able to kind of, I don't want to use the word discernment. That sounds too much, too religious, but he was able, he knew how yeah, but he had a discernment of what he wanted to do and what he didn't like to do. And that's why I say for me, after talking to people, how can it not be born? We believe in X chromosomes or two X chromosomes makes a girl or a boy and Y or whatever. But I, I feel like things can be made and people can be created this way and it's different. And this shit is not new. You go to the Bible days, it's just always been hidden and forbidden. But it's been here. It's been here. I just think it's hard to understand when you are not that person. It's just like you could, if you talk to a real gay dude, he ain't supposed to fuck no girl. No. He don't want no girl. Not. Just like if you talk to a real nigga, he ain't gonna want no dude. So it's like, how can it be? If it's good and it's, if it's a good and it's an evil, or if it's a, I mean, how come it can't be an opposite end of the spectrum? Yeah, I, I, I can kind of almost agree with some part of what you said, but don't say it just because a dude, if you don't want to fuck no girl, he ain't gonna fuck her. Because last night I was at a Christmas party and we saw that his wife was pregnant and he had a two year old baby, but we knew that he was fucking dudes in that room. So no, dudes will still do that. Oh we'll no, yeah, but well, that could be more. That could be more of the bisexual thing, which is I don't know much well, yeah, about. But you said don't say that if he won't, don't want to, he will what? because he's just doing that for purposes. Because no, 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 that I get. No, I get family, that. So he's doing it for yeah, him. I get that. So they will still. Do I get it. that. They would just call him the down low brothers. That's and, and that's the problem. Like he's he he's already <clears throat> came to terms that he's gay, right? But now he's trying to bend to what society wants him to do. So he knows that, he was born that way. So now he's just not going all the way there. So well, we don't we don't know if he said he was born that way though. You don't. I'm telling you, don't wait. But do you not? Exactly. But do you not think it's people who just want to try it and do it? Because I mean, nah. you don't think. I mean, okay, what so I'm saying is like, I guess the bisexual person or like, I don't know. I mean, like, how you? It's people that, that I know that's been like, like, I just. I mean, they like girls and guys, but that's something that they were born with as well. Like, you just have the mutual attraction, attraction to somebody. Sexes. Well, let's take, let's take the story that started the conversation. He he said that. He never thought it and never wanted to do it. All of a sudden, on a drunken night, thought it, did it, and he immediately knew after it happened that he never wanted to do it again. Does that make him still gay because he tried it once and from you? We always say he's he the same. So do you think that he's still gay or that he is not gay? because you try it one time and makes you gay. That's, I don't think Okay, so then that means that so. The fact that he had the experience and he thought it in that moment and did it, so that means he couldn't have been born with it then, right? Well, he, he never said he was gay, though. That's the that's the part that he didn't say that he was gay. He just said he wanted to try it. So if you say you're gay, then that means you were born with it. Technically. I'm confused. Why you confused? But the conversation that they were having on Insecure wasn't, hey, I, I think I'm bisexual because I had this experience. It was just, I had this experience. And yeah, that's it it. Was, that was it. Okay, you're right. He didn't label himself as being gay. So if, if, if that was the conversation, if it led to that, then we can lead to, okay, so what what are you? Are you gay, bisexual? When, like, and that's when it gets complicated to me. So Okay, so to have the experience, again, so that's when I said thought or act. To have the experience doesn't necessarily mean you're gay. Correct. But the fact that you think that you're gay makes you gay, although you've had the experience. I don't think that I'm gay. You know that you're gay. Correct. These niggas, looking, these niggas looking these niggas looking perplexed. So for that same guy who had the So it's not the experience, it's not the act, it's the thought. I mean because because me when you say I think I'm gay, that mean like I'm questioning. I, I think um, yeah. I am. Like, Guys who do gay porn, fuck men for a living, but say I'm not gay. The fact that he's doing the act, does that make him gay? Or the thought? I don't know no straight guys that's doing gay porn and 
But it's plenty of them that claim it. Yeah, I've been saying I've heard that that too. It's been yeah. It was an article. It was an article written last year. I forgot what website where it was a gay porn star. And he was like, "I'm not gay, but I do. It pays more." And at that point, you have the easy out there. You fucking men, everybody know it. You have the easy out to be to be open to gay, but you still choose to say no. So if he's saying he's still not gay, is it the thought or is it the act? Nah, we do it on video. Yeah, but I mean, that sounds like some Frank Gallagher shit. But I'm just saying, my head, okay, like what? So how, so how are you getting aroused and having sex with yeah, guys? No I don't know because my dick ain't getting hard. Record you. There's no way you can't say you're gay. Right. Anytime yeah. I've ever went to the doctor and it was a male doctor and I had to have that little ass out robe on, biscuit. man, I would even sit there and be like, please, you better not get, don't even fucking so think look, about it. So like I don't even. Stars, I've been straight, never thought about a man, right? But there are things they do because they thought that your physique, your style, and the type of guy, the way you look, you will match well. With fucking a man, we can sell a lot of money. We can sell a lot of. We can make a lot of videos. And he's still way. talking about the gay we porn. We can make a lot of money, yeah. right? And so then they say, okay, you know what? I'm not gay. I can't. I can't get aroused to do this. They say, well, we'll give you something for arousal. And then because of that, True. you take that shit every single time. Yeah. And that's what you do because you. You take a viral pill. Check, then you got. Yeah. You got yeah. hooked, and it didn't matter. You, you you can enter a sexual realm and a mindset that. It don't matter. You like sex. It's period. like fucking a fat girl when you probably wouldn't fuck one, but if you that's the pussy that you got for the and night, you to do sign it me up, coach. And you say, oh, I don't want to do it no more. <laughs> Does that not make me... I just wouldn't do it with a guy, that? though. That's I mean, I wouldn't think to do it with no yeah. guy. I, I just think I that it's good to have the conversation because too many times you'll talk to guys and it's like, guys, anything that sounds close to being gay, they don't want to touch it. And it's like, but you have a thought. If you have a thought, you might. I mean, if you're comfortable or with a group of people that you're comfortable about, it's like, think about it. Every nigga who say they ain't done nothing is some kind of gay, ain't gay, then they lying. If you watch porn and you got to see another nigga's dick to watch the ass and the blowjob. You done seen another nigga dick that's smaller than yours, bigger than yours. You done seen his asshole, his back, his chest. Like, you can't sit up here and be like, I ain't never, I don't see no nigga dick. Every time you turn porn on, unless you watching girl on girl, you going to see a nigga dick. And look, There's shit, no way around it. Most of us in the house here, we all mid-30s right now. So we better really get used to it because soon a nigga going to be able to stick his hand up your ass to take that prostate. You know, it's about that time. Very true. It's coming. So, niggas better get a little comfortable with I'm going to be high as shit when I go in that motherfucker. <laughs> Say, I'm going to be drunk when I go in that motherfucker. Oh, I'm going to be high as fuck. high on some pills. It ain't that serious. Well, well we yeah, it's different. We don't regularly, you know. Yes. Uh, say you, say you dibbling and dabbling and living there. But you know what's so funny? You know what's so funny talking about talking about homosexuality? So, you know, I, I was watching Shameless, and it was, a, it was a part on Shameless, and that's a, a TV show on Showtime. So it's this gay guy named Ian, and he was dating this other guy who was a transvestite. Well, neither one of them had taken it in the ass before. They wanted to fucking, they both were the givers, not the takers. So, asking you in that situation, have you ever been in a situation like that where it's like both of y'all do the same thing or take the same thing Absolutely and it's like not. we got to switch? So, you make sure you know who the That's fuck you fucking before you. Before you even get to that. But see, they eventually had it, but then they liked each other so much. They was like, I really want to keep dating this dude, so we got to compromise. So, so, wait, 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 wait. At what point do you have the conversation? Yes, what I'm saying. Because you said, because, I mean, you know, me and women, we know who's doing what, right? Yeah. So, I ain't got to ask you if we talking and I get you back to the crib. I already know, know I'm sticking my dick in that thing. Like, how soon do you say it? Because right. if you like it, you need like it at the same time. You like, uh, who says? So what are you? If it's in person, you kind of know when you see somebody what the situation is. If it's online, <laughs> that's just you here. You got to ask. <laughs> so so <laughs> see, that, that part, see that part right? Ooh, see, that, see, see that's the part right there. That doesn't go to mindset to yeah. then to where you say you knew you've always been gay. Yeah. Because at that point you're making a thought to do which one. Right? Naturally we know what to do with it. There's no she can't put anything in me. Yeah. I know what to do with it. I her. know what to do with she it. She knows what's coming. So if you don't naturally know, you how don't can know you know what's coming? You go born like that? <laughs> yeah, well I, I mean because uh, he keep going back to this when you because you, know, you have to <laughs> He went back and slapped the same doctor who slapped him on the ass <laughs> when he was born. Well that's the thing when you say is it the act. So just because you're gay doesn't mean I mean you have to decide whether or not Shit. you wanna give it or take it. Yeah. So once Whoa. you Whoa. get over the Whoa. fact that I'm Whoa. gay. <laughs> Run that back. So so you make so you make this decision. You have you say you have to decide. That means it's a I have to realize I have to do something unnatural to me, or or do something that's natural to me. Like somebody has to do the unnatural part. That means you're not born with it. 
I won't go. I won't say that still. I can't say. I can't say it if I'm not in the shoes of a person that is gay or homosexual. But I mean, I won't think. I mean, is it just as easy as a guy saying I want to hit her in the ass or in the vagina? You make a decision which one, or the girl make a decision which one she gonna let you hit. I don't want to. I try not to complicate things. I try to see it for what it is, as straight as it is, so I can know what's going on. I understand freaky deaky shit. I think everything should be explored and tried. But if it's if it's his preference to want to fuck you in the ass all the time, you might want to you might want to reconsider what y'all got going on. Your vagina was so loose the first time, or that nigga want to fuck. Yeah, because I ain't never. I've never voluntarily fucked a girl in the ass. Never, never. And never let her stick her finger in mine. No. <laughs> now you can't, I mean, you can run that tongue right on through, yeah, up and goose. through there when oh, you're giving no, that see, head. Like yeah. The just as natural as known. The what? The goose. The taint. The right up, right up under the, the ball. Yeah, right up under the, the ball. Balls to the asshole. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. Hold on, how you doing? Put some pressure around that motherfucker. I didn't know that it had a name. Oh, yeah. That's okay. A name. All right. We're going to take a quick break, man, because we got a couple of, I told you we got to switch in and out. We're going to bring Harper and Jermaine in on this next one. We got Rockhead just walked in the building, man. Again, you're listening to episode 91 of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. We'll be right back. I still can't believe I forgot that first 20 minutes. Saving that part for my husband. She could have this ass. Hell no. Damn. So for him, he that was cool because previously, that's what he wanted. <laughs> He's like, all right, bet. So he does that. <laughs> he didn't see the balls. So I don't know about that part. <laughs> but anyway, so that morning he woke up. He was like, man, that was great. Man, forget that one. Forget that ass. I want some of that pussy now. <laughs> so he reaches over. Damn. <laughs> wow, How guess. drunk was this motherfucker to not feel <laughs> balls in a stick? So he, you know, they had morning wood. <laughs> they had morning wood. <laughs> Key word. Yeah. Both. Wow. So he was like, oh, hell no. Hell no. What the fuck? What the fuck? She so was like, hey, um, look, I'm saving up for the operation. I didn't want to tell you. Damn. Or here go two cents. <laughs> we was, you know, I really, really liked you. I'ma had an operation, all this type of stuff. So end up just telling him get out of whatever. So my brother is there trying not to laugh. But at the same time. And he let him get out the room with no incident. <laughs> he didn't fool him, bro. I mean he didn't fool him. I mean he didn't fool him though. I mean he didn't properly check. But that's the thing though, man. I mean, he should have told him, but you got to properly check, man. So, for those people, they know how to make it look like they don't have the male private part. How the fuck you tuck away a dick? I don't know how to do that. I don't know. I didn't see it done. They have made it possible. Please yeah. state that you worked in the prison. I said, I'm saying, okay. that's what I said. Get closer to the mic when you say <laughs> that. No, that's what I was saying. All right. I know for about what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, for the record. For the record, yeah. I worked in the prison. But what they do, man, is they, instead of it hanging, they tuck it to the back. But he, if he fucking him in on, the ass, though. But, but the thing about it is, is they still have a way where it is. If he tucking that motherfucker and Make he fucking they good with it. No, he just has a little dick. No. How the fuck you tuck a front you way? Can, you can do I'm it. with you, but it, it happens, bro. Yeah. <laughs> they must have rolled that bitch all the way up in the skin and ball and take duct tape that bitch to their thigh. In a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> like, just tuck that bitch away. Like, where the fuck you sitting? They don't give a fuck. They don't, they're not sensitive to it like we are. No, bro. They don't care. They ain't get pulled either side of way. Take that bitch up. I'm not, te- no, I'm not doing that. So, is that man gay? Yes, he's gay. 
No, he's not gay. If you got well, tricked, if you got tricked, but I mean, I just feel like I'm just. I, I, it's it's, it's going to be a thorough check. Did the dude have titties? Probably. It's too I many questions so. for me. Probably. I believe though, if he really tore that ass up and was really good in it, it's an asshole. <laughs> at the end of the day, did it not smell like a certain way? I'm confused. Like. Uh, did what not smell? The asshole. Uh, for number one. I'm gonna say yeah, ass. Yeah. I mean, tell us. I mean, we need to know. <laughs> That's why it's called the round is where filter becomes extinct. Like shit in the whole motherfucking room. No. no. It don't smell like shit in rubber. No. no. Please, sir, you talking about women in prison? No, we're yeah. talking. <laughs> Please <laughs> clarify yourself. <laughs> clarify yourself. Prepare for that. It don't smell like shit. Trust me. Because yeah, if no. it doesn't, then you oh, need to so, stop so, and you need to go fix it. So what's preparation? How do you prepare for it? It's You can either use uh, enema. That's done. Or they have an attachment that actually hooks to the shower. And you, and you cut the shower on, you can use that. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. so, so, yeah. so, you do, yeah. so you do preparations way before. Correct. To yeah. make sure you're ready for it. As far as not eating for the I've never heard so that about no all spontaneous Absolutely not. that way then, right? No. No. Okay. I mean, there are ways you can, you know... Semi prepared, but it ain't gonna be no, you know, digging me out type thing like that. Wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you got the enemas on deck. Like we buy rubbers, Correct. you got it. Got it. Damn. Damn it, that is some interesting shit. Yeah. Right, so I'm gonna ask another question here. So look, if two men are fucking and one want to get aroused, I mean, if they both want to get aroused and come, while he's fucking you, does your dick get hard and you yeah. jack off? That's how you come? I mean, that's how do you one come? way. He says that's one way. That's one way. That's one way. Damn, what's another way? Uh, I mean, you, they say that, they, but they do say gay men have the most sex and the highest sex rate because it's okay, like two men so and they know what they want. Either jack off, or there are some dudes who are able to hit the prostate to where you don't have to even touch yourself to come. Damn. Joseph backed up like a motherfucker. <laughs> Rewind. Or hit that prostate. Or if you they do you can like how women get wet. You also do the same thing, and that's like an orgasm. So your asshole get wet? Yeah. Damn. That's me. I didn't know nothing about my From personal experience, for real. It's like the sheets is wet, so we need to change All right. Well, I think we got enough of that. I get the joke. That's the animal coming out. And see, Brandon getting a lot of shine too Because the last time we did a podcast I did an all gay podcast with uh, Brandon And a couple of some of his friends and people he didn't know But we couldn't air the podcast Because it was a confrontation between one of the people So that's why I really wanted Brandon to really dive into this To this podcast and kind of give us some insight Now I I had another question Um, It's a girl who I follow on Facebook And it was crazy to me because I've heard Artesia say it before But it's talking about it from the perspective Of how gay men respect women more than well when we talk about black you know black men the gay men respect black women more than black men respect and treat women and this is what she said she said these men meaning gay men have consistently loved me respected me and have taught me not to allow anything but greatness to be in my presence especially when it pertains to men most importantly they've taught me this through show and not talk my love's always actively to listen to me no it says my love always actively listens to me while I'm talking, whether it be venting or telling a story, always holds my hand when I'm in the heel in heels so I don't fall, tell me that I'm beautiful and that I slay these hoes on a regular basis. They never let me forget that I'm a queen, provide me with an objective opinion to many topics to count and for uh, and forever ready to check whoever steps out of line with me. So basically we're just saying my gay brothers taught me how a man should treat a woman. Hmm. And I've heard that. And like I said, I've heard it from Arteza where she says, I mean, she came home last night from your get together. And she was like, I always feel beautiful, empowered, and sexy after talking to them. And I can be the first to say, I may not do that all the time because I'm not that of an emotional person. Now, I do respect her and treat her as she should be treated. But from this perspective, I've heard so many black women talk about how black men hold them on a high pedestal or to a higher standard. Why is that? 
And why do you feel like black men, like straight black men, don't appreciate or seemingly appreciate black women the same way? And then after he answers, I mean, if y'all want to chime in. I feel like like we were talking about in the group, me, about how um, straight black men don't own their emotions. Yeah. So it's like we are good. So when we're comfortable with, when you're comfortable with yourself, then yeah. you're able to give that out to other people. Other people. To make them feel comfortable with themselves as well. So basically because most men try to be macho or, you know, they lack emotionals, I mean emotions, we are not able to... To yeah, uh, I mean, give that off to women. Yeah, I feel like you can do it. You, it's just not second nature. To do it. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I respect black women. I mean, me personally. Yeah. I feel like... Now, I, I get where that comes from because I do feel like it's a lot of black dudes out here that don't respect black women or don't give them the credit that they're due. I don't know why. I, I really can't answer that. But I could tell you one thing. Social media makes it cool to do a lot of things. You know, it, when it's when it's... Not to be funny, look at the Kardashians or just white women, period, or what you see on social media as far as like fitness models and stuff. It's a standard that's being set to us. It's a program. We're being programmed to me subconsciously to feel or think or view certain things as beauty, and it's not black women all the time. All of it is a learned behavior. True. So none of it is being born with. A lot of it is things that you... <laughs> as he whispers that over Brandon's shoulder. <laughs> but a lot of it is like just straight learned behavior. Things that we do, even racism, it is a learned behavior. behavior. All of it is. Yeah. I so, mean, I just feel like since we as gay black men or really gay men have to be, lift ourselves up because so many people are already putting us down. Yeah. We've, we've now we, that's just who we are. So now it's, it's just easy for us to say, oh, you're beautiful or like you say, you you slay these hoes or yeah, whatever. Like because you're so used to not easy. being told, yeah. Yeah. So it's like you project what you want off to somebody else. That makes sense. I I, I, I think the reason why, on the straight man perspective, it it to me it depends on that that person's experience with women yeah. and how that person feel about that woman. Yeah. Because if you think highly of a lady, you're going to treat her like a queen. You're yeah. going to tell her she's beautiful. Yeah. You know, when even when she's not in no makeup and stuff, you're going to yeah. beautiful. Is it hard to respect women, though? Like, to, to me, when I, and what I mean not, not to respect them, but does social media and the images that are portrayed by social media, doesn't it make it harder to look at every woman as a queen? If they, You know, women want to be looked at as a queen, but it's like when you look at social media, you're dressed a certain way, and I know what the way you dress doesn't make you a whore or a hoe, but it's like, what are you giving off? I would definitely say that. You know why? Because today <laughs> I had a thought to about why I did something that I did about five months ago. Yeah. I went to Instagram, and I deleted all um, of those the women that I was workout. looking at, yeah. all of the strippers, all of the ones I was following, because I realized I was starting to look at women through a certain image yeah. in a certain light and I was like I can't do that yeah. these are not the same women yeah. and those women that I was looking at that those things that I was looking for in them I can't expect that in everybody else I yeah. was really on some next level yeah. bullshit, bullshit to where like you know oh man like and I had, to, I had to realize I was programming myself to expect that by what I was viewing every day through my phone Yeah, and that's what somebody else asked me not too long ago they was like do you feel like porn changes the view you know of how you view women like if you consume too much of porn or any kind of pornographic stuff from softcore, hardcore, whatever the case may be, does it, you know what I'm saying? Does it, does it affect it? Does it affect the way you look at women? And I feel like it can, not to where maybe you disrespect them, but misogyny is kind of, I feel like it helps grow that or promotes that. Hold on, I'm reading something. Yeah, she can. Artesia got it. But I feel like it, it promotes it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when you're talking about porn and stuff like that, you, you kind of, the things that you see, you may want to put it on a woman. You know what I'm saying? You want her to do certain things. Me, personally, I don't. Because, I mean, I may watch porn, but I don't want to do certain things to my girl that I see in porn. Like, I would never nut in my, I ain't nutting in my girl's face or hair. I just ain't going to disrespect her like that. Now, if she asked me for it, it's a difference. But, like, I'm just not going to pull out and be like, boom, just do. You know what I'm saying? So it's certain things because of a level of respect that I want put off onto my girl. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, my, that's my personal perspective. It's just the battery running low on it. So for now, I was talking about interracial dating earlier, and we were talking about the Serena Williams thing. I know that's blowing up, and a lot of black dudes, they say, are angry for basically projecting their anger onto that relationship because it's interracial dating. Why do you think black dudes have an issue with talking to black, you know, like black women talking to white men. 
Nobody has nothing to say. I'll say something about that. Um, nigga, just nigga. I'll no, say something about that. No, I'm just saying I'll say something about it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm under the weather. I think that when I see when I see white men dating black women, and if it's a, if it's a certain type of black woman, if she has this elegant look or this classy look about her, I'm like, how the fuck did she slide? Through the cracks, through the black guys, and this white guy picks her up. You know what I'm saying? What if she and, just? Prefer, I mean, what if she just wanted that? Because who would be? Who would we be? But, act, but, be reacting the same way if it was like Gabby at City Bay? Who would be talking about the same thing if she married a white man? I don't really care. We wouldn't. We, it, it's know, not. It's it's, of, I don't care. But when I look at it, I say, how did this black woman? How did? How did they get in touch? Because she her, her on a certain level, right? Because her. Because I can't be subjective on that. I have to be objective, because. I'm looking at her and like she belongs to a black man because how many black men saw her? How many black men had a conversation with this woman and she slid by? You know what I'm saying? But is that her fault though? But there's a chance. A chance to. That's the other side of it too. (laughs) But how many of them did she dig and how many? And they fucked it up. Right, right. We talking about like Holly Berry out here. You know, all all the men she's ever known. Something's happened. We say, nah, eventually. Yeah, she crazy. Eight men in there. Yeah, it's her, right? Yeah. But But how do we know that half of them? Was her and half of them weren't, huh? and the other half was on some bullshit because of what she did with the first. One. Serena about eight or ten in too, though. What people don't realize, right? Right, she is. You talking about far as what black, black men. men dating black men? That's black what I'm saying. Right, yeah. right. But yeah, she's been all over the spectrum. Yeah. So, I just don't feel like it. I don't have an issue with it, man. I don't have an issue no, with it, but I that's just what I think I when I see that. it. You know what I mean? When no. I see it, I'm just like because that's 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 our nature to see. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't see the color. I mean, I do see the color, but when I look at it, I say to myself, "Like, what happened?" You know I what think I'm it's saying? from a, pers- but I also That's- think it's from a perspective of if you if you think about things historically, it's like we know white slave owners used to rape black women, right? So and, I think you, I think if you, the historical, yeah, the, the yeah, historical yeah. Side and I think of, if you're right. aware of that, you just look at it as a way of it's right. like, well, you know, they used really to rape street, them right? as opposed to black men when white women used to lust after us, and then we as slave men lusted after them. It was a different. That's why they called it taboo. And yeah. some of it is just proximity. I true, mean, exactly. Very true. Lived over in, here, in Colorado, a somewhere. Bunch of white men all the time, yep. a black right. woman. More than like, what am I gonna marry? What's right. around me, right? And I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Is like, how how serious do we make every situation? You know what I'm saying? Because like he said, if you if your demographic is Holland Park as a black person, you're not gonna see that many other black people. No, so you're not. probably gonna be with a white woman or a Hispanic, you know, woman, or you're gonna feel comfortable with them because that's the th- your demographic is different, which means right. your lifestyle is different. And or some men are just like that damn Tyler Perry movie. You know, there's plenty of them to where the black woman is so successful. The the, the black man who's making less than her, yeah. she feels like she needs to date up now because this black man is making less true. than her. is not meeting that certain standard of living she wants to live because yeah. she's making all the money. He's constantly bringing her down. So she says, well, you know what? Fuck it. Right. My homegirl's been inviting me out to these happy hours, these networking happy hours. I've been good, but I'm going to go. She meets this white guy. Boom. She's fucking him now, leaving her husband, going for a different life because he has the same type of lifestyle. And they, now they're in love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Very true. I wanted to move on to another one real quick before. Um, first of all, I want to put somebody on notice. Um, I think this is necessary, and then we'll go to a quick question about marriage before some of the married guys have to leave the room. So I want to talk about put them on notice. It was a church. Um, a church had a pastor they wanted to remove in Houston because Pastor Hosea Stubblefield has led the flock at Salem Missionary <laughs> Baptist Church on East 33rd Street for the last year. And a church of about 100 members in the congregation, and they want to remove him now because he has three sex tapes out, allegedly with three different women, one being the head deacon's daughter, and uh, they want to get him removed. So I think I need to put him on notice because, first of all, why you take over a church with just 100 members? And this church has been up for 80 years. 80 years and you got 100 members? The finances ain't right there. Somebody is literally playing with church money. <laughs> you getting free play <laughs> Sunday dinner <laughs> and lusting. Well, to think about it, he knew what type of dude he was before he even. And took that's what the they were saying. They said that uh, they said that basically the the head deacon said he vetted him for like a year before they gave him the job, and he seemed legit. But when he got the job, you know things started to go downhill from there, and they wanted to remove him from the church. But the, the the kick is they want to remove him, which in Baptist churches you can you know vote out somebody. He said he ain't going nowhere, so, so he's man, still showing up to the service. The man gonna come and sit 
in he's, the big chair on he's the stage. still going he got that for show there yeah he ain't trying to leave that no. for show pussy <laughs> <laughs> so put him on another segment that goes to Pastor Jose Stubblefield of Houston, Texas man the Salem Missionary Baptist that's one of them black churches Salem Missionary Baptist Church on right. East 33rd Street Salem see but yeah. then it goes to one of those things too is that because of the way they um, the separation of church and state yeah so then what happens when the church says we're gonna handle this in 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 house. We don't we don't we don't go to court if the if the person goes if the the deacon goes and foul against the church for yeah. whatever reason or whatever. Like, how do you believe that situation should turn out in court? Who's right and who's wrong? Who's wrong? Yeah, that makes sense. I agree. So everybody, I was looking at I was talking to them about uh I was talking to Artiza about actually about Ti and Tiny and everybody knows about the divorce and they brought up a question of how long do you fight for a marriage or a relationship? They've been together for a long. Too fucking long. Cheating would cheating make you leave? Got cheating with kids together. If but you're like, ma- if you're married though, is cheat? What is the breaking point for from a man's perspective? You just not happy no more. You literally don't want to yeah, come if, home. Yeah, if, if, you're not, get if you're truly not happy, but it takes such a long time. Like your first, your mind will tell you leave your mind, but you can't go with your mind because your heart is always your foundation. So if your mind will flip back and say yes, I'm gonna stay. Well, no. I'm gonna leave. Yes, but I love her. We can work out. We've done it so many different times. It's it's a process. But what point though? I mean, because I was talking to Joe. It's, I, it's, I, I would say that I, I would agree with what you're saying, but that's more of the heart flipping. The mind is always set because you know mm-hmm. when it's not when it's home t- no yeah, more. Exactly. You, and, your, and your mind is there, but your heart is the one that's always keeping you back. You're like, no, but I said I loved her. But you'll give a. But your heart is your foundation, and you will get your final answer through your heart because your mind always changes. Your mind, I, I like this red card. Well, that was my favorite card. Well, I like this. It, your mind, it, pay attention from this day forward that I said this. And pay attention to your mind and your heart when it's something that you have to deal with. And your heart, it will always be solid. Your mind, your mind always flips back and forth. So is my feeling my heart or my mind? Your feelings. Is you, my feeling my heart or my mind? Your feelings is going to be, your feelings is going to be your heart. your heart. Right. And your feelings That's, behind the thing is what changes. Loyalty yeah. will keep your mind there. True. True. Because that's part of it. Because you have loyalty. But when do you? But 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 the question being though, when? But the question being though, when do you bail out? Like I I mean, I'm not married. I know my brother's been married. I know Ronnie's married. I know Kevin's married, and Harper's married. So what would make what would make you bail? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) What would make you bail out on a marriage? Is is cheating like one time? Because I mean. Not to Man, be funny, you can't guarantee that nobody's going to cheat. I ever thought about it and I got cheated on, that's a wrap. You done? Yeah, I'm done. Because you out there getting something new, and I need to go get me some new, new, too. You know what I mean? <laughs> what is that? Do you feel more violated because she is? Yes, I feel violated for the certain fact that I've had opportunities to probably do it, yeah. and I never acted on it. Yeah. And for her to go do that, that what violates the, my trust in her. What they got to do with her that you had the... The opportunity, but you never. You, I mean, no, 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 no. I'm just saying be. in general. Yeah. No, no. I, I felt that. you. I, I was like, no, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. If I had an opportunity and I never did, you shouldn't be. But, but you, you shouldn't. I, but I'm saying, but you don't feel salty because you didn't get that pool time. No, no, I'm not getting okay. salty. Okay, okay. I'm getting salty there. She actually went to that. Went to do it. Right, right, right. I just think to. But if you weren't treating her the way she should have, and she went and got it somewhere else, that's what I'm saying. But what if you are treating her that way, and some people just still want to do it? Granted, you're not always going to treat your partner the same. Treatment treatment changes sometimes. Because you fall in and out of love throughout marriage. So you would you, you so you, would you leave, was cheating something to make you leave? Uh, Only reason I ask that question is because for me, when I think about cheating and I think about marriage, it's like let's be honest, man. To some extent, somebody has cheated, whether it's emotionally or physically. Right, right. So right, it's like right. if you're gonna keep breaking up with somebody because they cheated, you're gonna be going you you're gonna be going round and round. Might and then that's what I'm saying. You may not even you might as well not worry about it because at some point, like I say, some people look at it as an emotional thing, and some people look at it as a sexual thing. So for me, it probably would be more sexual. You know what? So if I cheated on her, then it may be one of the things where she like. He was with somebody else inside of somebody else slept with somebody. Else. I can't do it. But if it's one of those things where she catches a conversation and it's like she sees me saying, I love you. I care about you. When question about it, it never actually happened. It depends on which one you can deal with. And me, I probably could deal with somebody fucking than actually taking my girl's whole heart because he can. That's he gets so everything. Sexuality is yes, man. Mind. It's already my in the mind. mind. You got to get there to, right, to open right. up everything so else. Up, right. If he smashed her, then it's like, OK, he fucked her. If she really cares about me and she's still here, it's difficult. But that's yeah, just me. That's just because, but if she, if she has his mind, if she has her mind, that's it, no matter she what she the gone. fuck she tells me, she I can't gone. believe that she's going right. to always be there for me. Right. Right. Fuck my girl. Just don't take a goddamn mind. Just don't take a mind. One reason why <laughs> I know I would, I, would, I would probably deal with it because I dealt with it and not and hadn't been married. Yeah. I never thought I would. I never thought I would. And the woman that did it, I was so 
you know where she went. I was so... <laughs> you know where she went. You know where I know her from. You know. <laughs> I you was know. so like, what in the world? Uh, Did this woman right here really just do yeah. that to me? Yeah. And at that point, I was backing out. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm done. But when I was chilling, laid back in the cut, yeah. I was like, you know what? But I like her. I think I'm it'd be eager. I like so hard. And that was her only indiscretion. I agree. See? Well, nope. that was her only indiscretion. And that's what I think and you I think like, about, you know too. What? And I think that's right. what you got to think about it from that perspective because it's like it's nobody's perfect. And I think it's one of the things is like, what is your breaking point? Yeah, you got, point. yeah, you know, some people may be able to deal with sex or cheating sexually, emotionally. Some people may be like, you know what? He can't keep up the bills. He can't do this. This ain't working. Or she don't never cook or she doesn't bring anything to this marriage. It could be different breaking points for different people. But for me the, personally. I think of the movie The Best Man, you know, when he's picturing Tate Diggs. Feeding right. his wife. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. right. He was that would be going through my mind. But you know what? But you know what else? But you. But you know what else? But even with even if he wasn't his best friend, but you know what made it even worse though, because he didn't just fuck her. Like that was an emotional connection. That's what sold it. Because when he read that story in that book, when you know, as Jackson, it was a passionate kiss on the forehead and everything else that led up to that. And he smashed his girl. Mm-hmm. Smash my girl. Leave her mind alone. And I'm good. Leave her the mind. Yeah, leave it a mind. <laughs> leave, leave a mind. And, and, and to me, you smash my girl. She ain't my girl no more. There you know what I'm saying? But 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 see, we talking relationships. We saying marriage though. I feel the same way. That's what I'm saying. Shit. How long you been married? A year? Six months? Because I feel say it depends on what you put in there. Yeah, it do. It depends on what you put in there, man. You've been in the ground with your wife for 15 years. Y'all done got a house and you got three kids. And so y'all doing well. Wait, wait. And y'all got and accounts. And y'all doing well. Now, I ain't yeah. even worried about the accounts because the account is your heart. No, I'm talking about money. But like, I you're know, financially but I'm, but I'm talking about the account. When you finna break your account with this person, you're going to break your heart when you leave that person. So you have to look at the totality of the situation. Like, everything that I have built, she understands me. I understand her. We are not perfect people. You know what I'm saying? People always like people understand marriage is rigorous. It was my my when I was married, my wife fucked over me, dog. Like fucked totally over me. And my dumb ass moved here, and then I went back and tried to work this shit out because love has no boundaries when you really really love somebody, and it didn't have nothing to do with the house, the cars, the the accounts, cause she took everything. You see what I'm saying? So love has no price. Love has no understanding. Love is crazy. Love is insane. So as a man, do you feel like you can fall in? And, well, okay, put it like this: if you Go fall out of love, question. if you fall out of love with somebody, you yeah. feel like you can fall back in. Like yes, get, because get because think about it, bro. You you have people that's been married fifty years. You know what I'm saying? You telling me that those emotions about those individuals when you look at your wife and your wife looks at you and you done done something fucked up and it will piss her off. If y'all was in a relationship, you could leave her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If if, if if either one of you can leave. Yeah. But when you invested and you done laid by this man or woman 30, 40, 50 years, 15 years, 8 years, 10 50 years. 50 years, I'm not years. getting married. I'm not getting divorced. Right, of course. So, y'all been married, just say, 10, 15 years. Right. So, how many fucks will you allow? It don't matter because... I'm only going to give up one no, from no, my no, perspective. No, 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 The love is nah, boundless. That's, 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 that's Like, y'all yeah. got I'm, all I'm, these accounts. I'm, I'm talking about anything. You just going to enjoy being married and fuck over each other? I know somebody right now, their wife, and you know him too, and he know him too, that fucked my old pastor, not my first one, I was about to say shit then now. Fucks, and then oh. fucked around with some old people. I was about to say, God damn, that nigga and, was getting and, and, and my nigga still stayed with his wife, and his wife bad as hell. But when we was growing up and working together, this nigga told me, like, dog, I can't keep up with a sexual she like the fuck all the time. We 19, and he telling me this. So a woman's sexual peak, it increases as she gets older. But that man stayed right there, kept his sons together, kept his family together, kept his home. Marriage is not easy, and it's always easy just to say, "Whoa!" Sometimes you you can look at you can always look at the bad and the bad. You'll focus on the bad, then you will look at it and you'll be like, "Fuck that!" Sometimes you gotta look at the greatest thing and go back to what y'all foundation was. Sometimes marriages, relationships, and, and I don't give a fuck about relationships really because that's that's old. That's that's nothing new to me. Marriage is always something that you should always. Respect and you should always work for. And if you're not in it for work, 
if you don't understand that this motherfucker could Protect fuck over me at yeah. any moment. I'm marrying you, but at any moment you could fuck over me. That's how you have to look at it. That's what you choose to jump into when you decide to get married. You get married for her love. No, it's no, no. What mm. I'm saying is, when you get married, you ain't thinking this. But this is what you go through when you get married. That's kind of what you're saying. Is like you if two people. And, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, is that you. I said, look at the foundation where you come from and why you love that person and why you married that person. You well, love them but for that's good, better. Relationship better. matters because if like, yeah. like right now, I feel, I feel like you need to be friends with. Somebody. Oh yeah, relationship matters. But I'm saying the but the ultimate because relationships you can go relationships you can go in and out of. But when you get married, you don't want to go through a divorce. That's what I'm saying. Is when that's I'm just speaking on. So do you, do you feel like do you feel like people leave easier now when it comes to Oh to, yes, to it's totally easy Absolutely. now. Social media makes it so available for you to just pick up. I don't think. I mean, me personally, I just don't. I, I I can't say. It's just thinking hypothetical, and it's just going back in my mind and what I've been through in my life. When I think about and just seeing other people's lives, most marriages I know have shitloads of mistakes that people don't know about. When I, I one thing I knew about was growing up, I used to hear people that I was cool with. Like they're like friends and people I was cool with, and I was like, okay, your parents been married all these years, but things started coming out about as you get older. You start learning things that oh, their dad used to do this, or they got dad got a kid by somebody else, but they're still together. Not to be funny, Fences is a great movie for people great to watch movie. in reference to this. But it's like when you look at certain things, I just don't think. Not to be funny, you can't find everything in everybody. So like, if a woman cheats, I mean, let me just be, let me let me just be one hundred. If RTZ, if I'm married to her. And me and her been together almost six years now. And if we were together like <coughs> 10 years and she cheated, I would really, one thing I've learned from my life is look at myself first and see what first, what I could have did for her to want to do that. Because nobody's perfect. And me knowing her, she's not a whore and she's not a slut. So I know she ain't the type that's going to be sleeping around. So if she gave herself and her time to somebody else, I literally must have literally truly fucked up, fucked over her or something. So I would look at it from that perspective. Then I would look if she cheated emotionally or sexually, and then I would make my decision. But I cannot say that I would just run because it ain't a lot of women out there like that. And not to be funny, everybody's going to make a mistake. And I learned a long time ago to watch how hard I judge somebody else because I may need that soft judgment at a later date. Give grace. But with that said, if she's feeling that way, she should come tell that to you. That's in a perfect world, though. She could have. That's in a perfect she could world. Have. Because don't listen yes, it's or like he said, she could have told me, but I didn't see exactly. like what it is. Because there's been times where I know I've been in relationships and I've told girls, hey, I ain't happy. And they may hear me, but sometimes people don't hear you until they see right. action right. of you not being happy or you walking away. And still, try because to keep we all it. take each other for granted at some point in time. Mm-hmm. But like he was saying, if you're going to work through it, mm-hmm. that's where the communication comes through yeah. before you make that act. It's true, right? That's but in a perfect, true. but like I said, that's also in a perfect world. Like when you mad at somebody, depending on what you're not talking for or the reason you're starting to, because not to be funny, why would you talk to the guy that you're having issues with? When you're already starting to connect with another guy who's telling you everything you want to hear. That's what makes dating for women so great at the beginning. Because every dude, we're telling them everything they want to hear. Even if we may feel that way or not feel that way, we have an agenda in mind. Whether it's to be with you, get something from you, or whatever the case may be. That's it. That's it. So what is your agenda on dating? Like, when you date, like, like how do you... What's the situation? Well, honestly, so now where I'm in this 33rd year of my life, my agenda is obviously to find somebody who can be my long-term mate. That's where I am right now. The real talk? Yeah, yeah right now. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's why this, this 2016 nigga's been a motherfucker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all these dates and shit, you know, it ain't working out. Uh, but anywho, so but my agenda, that's my agenda now in the 33rd year of my life. I've, I've finally learned some things and I've read some things, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, but some of us men who are here who did not go over fathers and teaching us, who, who fathers weren't in the same household and teaching us, this is how you love a woman. I thought my love was between a woman's legs forever. I was like, ah, that's, the, that's, the, that's my goal. Yeah. That's what I want. You know, if I get that, that's how I know you really like me. I don't care if you tell me you got I got your heart first, because they don't mean until you show it to me, and yeah. you show it to me through your legs. So that's how I always felt like that was my moment of conquering a woman yeah. until recently, because I, I didn't grow up with the positive father figure around me that said, ah, you need to love women and respect them, whatever. I just said, well, shit. Until recently, you said. Yeah, well, yeah we brought on this until, clarity. The, uh, that's the until recently. So are we saying recently in your 33rd year of life, like how recent? Recently, more like 24, 25. Hmm. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that shit ain't recent. Like 10 years ago. Whole <laughs> <laughs> decade ago. Well, it's marinated. Yeah. <laughs> I was saying, well, my foundation in the 24, though, yeah. was pretty fucking shitty. And to you to turn it around 10 years, that's still a baby yeah. versus what you've been programmed to learn all the time. Right, right, so, right. yet and still, although the time limit yeah. now seems 10 years ago, what I learned through my foundation was pretty shit. Yeah. So, for me to have to be that, but I'm just not really. That's what I want right there. I'm just now really exercising it. And that, although I've bro. known it, and although I've seen everything shitty from what You're I've just now putting it in the books yourself. Okay, so, that, so that's what you really want to ask? Yes, because right, what I was so. going to say is that sometimes, this is so crazy. Like, you know, I, I, when I turned 30, I had a feeling like, wow, life changed. Like, I went to another level. I don't know if y'all felt that way. It was kind of like, you know how you feel like when you first lose your virginity? you like, whoa, you feel a little different. Yeah. Okay. And so... Like, uh, when I hit probably about 34, my mind started changing. But, like, this year I turned 36. I was, you know, 35 going to 36. It was something going along in there. Like, where my thoughts, where you think things, but really not concentrate on them to get an understanding of that thought. Like, this year is my first time ever just really focusing on what's in my mind instead of saying, okay, I, 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 I understand. I don't understand, but I'm thinking it, and I got it. But now I understand a certain thought, and I know how to explain it. I know how to get a feeling out of what, what's going through my mind. That's what I call maturation within yourself. Okay. So to keep it going, because I don't want it to get stagnant with, mm-hmm. with too long of an answer, but I wanted to also talk about, I had a question pre, uh, a couple of weeks ago. We weren't doing the podcast, but the question was basically why does it seem like black men are scared to get married or not getting married anymore? Because it seems, you know, because, I mean, if you look at social media, or I've seen tweets and shit where they be saying stuff like no, white I, men marry, black men date or something like that. I think a lot of my friends and everybody are out here getting married. I see the and same thing. My bubble, but I can only do things through my bubble. Exactly. My and that's why I think it comes in the demographic, too. Because if you're in somewhere like New York, you know what I'm saying? Like people, I mean, it's it's career dating there. You know, more so in the South, like mm-hmm. we're in Texas, like you probably can date a girl for about two to three months before they really start wanting to, you know, give some kind of label or text to this. What was you about to say, Rodney? I was about to say, I mean, people get married. It's just, it ain't longevity in yeah. the marriage. Mm-hmm. And it, I'll say two or three years is like the max now, especially for younger couples. The, yeah. the dangerous thing, the dangerous thing is that everything is readily available. I even had this thought the other day. I think it was you and I talking. We were talking about relationships and marriages and reasons why not to get married and what you go through as a single man and how many women you go through as a single man versus really waiting for and understanding your your miss right. You know what I mean? And so, like, for a man not to want to be married, on my side, I looked at it, I was like, you know, if I don't want to be married, but one woman may not be able to do everything then when you start out, you know what I'm saying? Because you have to learn each other. So you may have a woman that doesn't clean, but she's a wonderful sex partner. Or you got a woman that's a wonderful sex partner, but she know how to cook and clean. So it's kind of like you getting all your needs met by multiple women. But once you hit an age, you're like, man, I got to get one. Mm-hmm. I got to find one, focus on one that, that I can get these things. We can work together and I we can meet our needs and wants together. Well, for me, I think more so like when I think about relationships, I think it from a perspective of like college being the first and I'm not the first in my family to go to college, but take it as a situation of being the first in your family to go to college. And then say, for instance, you grow up without a father and you're the first, you know, like you're getting married. You're not the first, but you're getting married and you don't have a father figure. You don't have an uncle around. You got like for me, I didn't have my dad around. My dad was a cheater. Then my uncles, they dated multiple women. They got married later in life. And I'm talking like almost 50 later in life. So when that's your situation, it's like, how do you know when to get married, what to do? Like, who do you talk to? Of course, you can get a counselor. But I think a big thing in the black community is like we don't have people that we talk to or that we can talk to about relationships, about marriage and what to expect. Incredible people. That's what I'm saying. And then not to be funny, nowadays you'll ask an old uncle like about marriage. And he'll be like, don't get married. Don't do it. You hear either don't do it, don't mm-hmm. have kids. Like or, all you hear is don't. You hear right. people that's married that say don't, don't do it or, or get married or get married, but you better have a chick on the side. The compromise. But like I don't want. Like I ain't yeah, trying to do that. That's trouble. Yeah, yeah. when, right. when I first got married, I'll never forget his name was Hannah. Hannah told me it's like, yo, Rob, I hear you get married. He was like, I'm telling you, when you get married, you gon' you gonna need a chick on the side because 
your wife is going to piss you off. And I didn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? But damn it, really, you don't need no check on side because that's two headaches. Because you can't please both of them. You know? People going into marriage not thinking forever nowadays. That, that's right. It's just temporary. As soon as something happens, I'm going. Yeah, right, going right. marriage without letting God tell them, oh, this is what you need to be. Right, yeah, exactly. But do you believe in that? I mean, the Lord. That happened. I mean. And that's I, what I've been saying. I'm not saying it can, but when I heard people be like, I waited for God to send me a mm-hmm. mate, I'm like, well, well, how do you know, though? I mean, but I, I, I use quote unquote God. Like, you know right. when it's somebody know. you need to be with. Me, right, you, know? you have a feeling. Like, you have a it feeling. may not be God, but you know. Mm-hmm. He actually spoke and told me when I was. He came down there. He, well, no, he just said he was like laying in the bed with him, laying in the bed with him and saying, "Hey, nigga, you got some water it's in this bitch? Let's talk. <laughs> it's time, boy. right? Come to the kitchen. Let's eat a sandwich. <laughs> you got uh, a beer? When I was young, like, like first time I saw her, I knew right, like right then. Yeah. Right. And then I was just like, nah. Mm-hmm. You know, like, nah, this it's too early. I just, I'm, I'm, I'm literally known her for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't know. But yeah. then, like, we went through our relationship, and it, and it wasn't good, so we ended up breaking up, mm-hmm. ended up getting back together. And then one day we were just sitting, watching football, and then he was like, there she go, man. Like, that's her now. That's mm-hmm. your wife now. So I was like, all right, cool. I hope that nigga tell me when it's that time. <laughs> I, think I ain't trying to be listen, out here just man. fucking up. He's got to listen, bro. Need to hear clear. Yeah. No I, yeah. <laughs> Did somebody just it's say something? <laughs> Shit, make right. my TV flicker. Right. This motherfucker. I'm going to take a shot and watch it cut off. <laughs> Shit. Nah, man, but I'm going to get ready to wrap it up. We'll do another one here. I told you I'm going to try to start doing this All Males podcast um, probably every other month. But before we get out of here, going into 2017, we will now podcast any day from Friday through Sunday to accommodate our guests. And all episodes will be posted every Monday to SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. Also, when listening, please be sure to subscribe, share, and leave us a rating and review for the podcast um, if you've listened to it. This is a non-sponsored podcast, so that means everything you hear is brought to you by my company, Roberts Media Group, LLC, where we try to deliver media and opportunity perspective of news without a filter we have some events planned for the new year that'll be added to the tri the reality is calendar here over the next few weeks letting our listeners know where we will be doing live shows this year in dallas and in fort worth we'll definitely be at a coffee shop near you soon also i want to say thank you to some of my guest co-hosts throughout this year who helped keep the podcast boat afloat after some major changes and people left the uh, podcast thanks to artesia swindle Esther Calloway of E. Calloway Management and Be What's Next. B. Mishavery, the Dallas Hope Dealer. I also want to say thank you to our listeners. We almost made it to 15,000 listens this year. We want to definitely hit that and double that. And next year, we could have done that. Uh, we couldn't have done that without the listeners. So thanks to those who stayed with us after a lot of the on-air talent and the roster changed up. We appreciate it. Be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by following us on any social media platform at The Reality Is or keep up with us and events that's happening at TheRealityIs.com around the city of Dallas by going to our website at www. T-H-A, the reality is.com. And always remember, man, in help courage to excel success. And I preach y'all, appreciate y'all brothers for coming out. You're going to leave me hanging and you're going to dap me up. You look like, get this nigga a blunt or a drink. This nigga look like he out of it. Appreciate it for coming, Brandon. Appreciate it, Joe, man. Running left. Y'all have a blessed one, man. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds, and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC. Today on News 4 at 4, we're working for you. An inside look at the local COVID vaccine trial for kids. What children reported days after getting the shot and how it could impact the timeline of kids being vaccinated. Today at 4 p.m. on NBC4. Tonight, it's the Voice Live Rounds and Nick Jonas wants his first win. Let's get this done. Who's got what it takes and whose dream ends here? Watch live and vote to save your face. The Voice Live Rounds, tonight on NBC.